You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> you could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player of preference by searching for Sift Pop. Sports Yak is brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet Ian Elkhart. Big and Tall Outlet features big and tall men's clothing from many of the leading big men's catalogs for 50% off manufacturer's suggested retail price. That's Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart and at BigandTallOutlet.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter as well, because big guys gotta look good too. Come on, Uncle Jed, the party's starting. Hear that music? All right, cue Jim Short. From South Bend, Indiana, it's the Sports Yak Podcast, brought to you by... And cue Big Voice Guy. Big and Tall Outlet, featuring big and tall men's clothing from many of the leading big men's websites for 50% off the suggested retail price. Big and Tall Outlet, on Napanee Street in Elkhart, or online at BigandTallOutlet.com. Because big guys gotta look good too. This is Jimmy Shorts. What doofus would name a podcast after a stupid Tibetan ox? Probably one of these morons. Corey Mann? Uh, maybe it was Chuck Freebie. Hey Jim, let's lay off the commentary and stick to the script, okay? The number one most downloaded sports podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Uh, Jim, it's actually the only sports podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. This is Jimmy Shorts, and that's good. They will rise to the challenge. 
They will answer the call. They understand what's at stake. They're destined for a bowl game, but it's not enough. It's not enough. This is what you've been waiting for all your life. This is it right here, this moment. But it is your time. This is what it is. This is what it's about. Don't wilt beneath the pressure. Rise up to it. When you want to be a champion, this is how you go about doing it. And welcome to the Monday edition of Sports Yak. Hi there, my name's Corey. With me to my right at about the mm, 3 o'clock spot on the clock, Chuck Freebie. Hi, kids. Let's get after it. You were in a uh, TV studio on Saturday night as you did your Countdown to Kickoff show. Yes. Sorry I missed it. I am too, because I, it was a good show. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. One, uh, one more to go. And it's an away game. It is an away game. We normally don't do countdown to kick off for away games. But considering that Notre Dame is 11-0 and and playing for a college football playoff spot, they found it worthy of that, and the advertisers seem to have agreed. I thought the team looked fantastic Saturday night. They definitely looked like one of the elite college football playoff teams. Now make no mistake about it, that game changed somewhat when Syracuse's quarterback was knocked out of the game. Yeah. Because the backup, despite being alleged to have had some good games, and and I can't say for sure because I haven't paid that much attention to Syracuse football this year, but he was he was nowhere near as good as the starter. Right. And DeVito, was that his name? DeVito was the backup. Eric Dungey's the starter for Syracuse. Kind of a mysterious uh injury that he suffered. It looked like a an innocuous four-yard run. He didn't look like he was tackled that hard. Gets up, going to run the next play, and all of a sudden just drops down, walked off the field. He almost looked like he had sciatica or something like that, some sort of pinched nerve, but did not return, and Syracuse was never in it after that. The Irish defense, Clark Lee, did a masterful job with that game plan on Saturday, and the Irish defense holding Syracuse to a mere three points. One time we were out in the front yard of Stevensville, Michigan with a handful of buddies and my dad was out there and we were creating a hill to sled on and we all started kind of messing around with him. We all jumped on him and mm-hmm. he got up and walked the exact same way. Oh. Something was out of place right. down in the lower spine and we had to get him to a chiropractor and that's immediately what I thought it was. Something had to have, you know, got misaligned. Yes. Ouchie, wah, wah. So if Notre Dame wins this Saturday against USC, that's 12-0, and but they're done. They're done. They have no other games. There is no conference championship game because they're not in a conference, and they'll have to sit and wait and see what happens with everybody else. Does a 13th game hurt us or help us? Well, who's us? Notre Dame, you know, because <laughs> I'm going to take my helmet off after the USC game because I'm not playing anymore. Okay. I don't think it matters. Yeah, They've gone through a season of playing nothing but FBS teams. In other words, no teams like the Citadel, who Alabama played last week. Mm-hmm. And they've beaten everyone on their schedule. And there are only a certain number of teams in the country who can say that. And I don't think there's any question that Notre Dame is one of the top four teams in the country if they win on Saturday, and deserves to be in the college football playoff. I thought FBS meant one other thing. I bet you it means something else. Football bowl subdivision. I was way off. Okay. (laughs) So they sit for a month. How do you stay sharp? How do you stay the way they are, like we saw them Saturday night 
the way they could be this weekend. How do you stay elite? Well, that's the challenge, isn't it? I think you you probably take a week to just heal, to let the body kind of rest and recover and rehabilitate, and then you practice. You practice on trying to make yourself a better football team. And and let's face it, by the Sunday after the conference championship games, so by December 2nd, they'll know for certain who, who they are playing, play. and then you start scouting them and, and trying to get ready and trying to find any weaknesses that they may have. <laughs> Big ballyhoo about this Michigan-Ohio State game coming up this weekend. Thoughts? Well, why do you shrug when you that? First of all, Michigan and Ohio State has been the game in the Big Ten Conference for 50 years. And the reason is, and it's true once again this year, there's nobody else that good in that conference. <laughs> it feels like Michigan is better than Ohio State going into it. It, it feels, feels that, that way, way, and certainly Ohio State has struggled with some teams that you wouldn't expect them to struggle with. They have to go overtime to beat Maryland last Saturday. They struggled to beat Nebraska, who isn't any stinking good this year. But remember, Michigan struggled to beat Northwestern yeah. earlier in the year. Now, do I think Michigan has improved from that? Yes. Has Ohio State improved? Probably not as much. I don't think Urban Meyer is 100%. If you watched him during that Ohio State-Maryland game, you know we know that he has cysts on his brain that are causing him these severe headaches. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be flaring up. And if you look at Urban Meyer today as opposed to when he took the Ohio State job just seven years ago, he really looks like he has aged and really looks the worse for wear. And, Corey, I'll tell you this right now. I would be surprised if Urban Meyer were the coach at Ohio State next year based on the way he looks right now. That happens to the president of the United States too, doesn't it? Yes. Just age in that job. And, and over the years, I mean, I saw a shot of Brian Kelly from the 2010 game at Yankee Stadium. Oh, yeah. As opposed to the 2018 game at Yankee Stadium. I mean, obviously, all of us age. I look different than I did eight years ago, too. But, man, it really shows up in some of those high-stress jobs. Purdue and Indiana had a couple of almosts. Um, But that's the story of their season, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, This is the frustrating thing about if you follow IU or Purdue football, and it's been the frustrating thing for years and years and years. In fact, I have to give credit where it's due. Countdown to kickoff producer Tom Cullen said, the if they write a history of Indiana football, it should be called Three Quarters of Hope. Because you watch an IU football game for three quarters and you think they can play with anybody, and then in the fourth quarter, right down the toilet. Curl up in a fetal position. And, and, and Purdue had... What, a two-touchdown lead on Wisconsin going to the fourth quarter, wind up losing triple overtime. So now the battle for the old oaken bucket on Saturday, noon on 103.192196.9, will feature the winner being bowl eligible and the loser is done for the year. Purdue, Indiana, who you got? It's at IU. I'll take IU. Okay. Uh, To be honest, I don't think either one of them is that good. I, I'm still trying to recover from the shock that Purdue beat Ohio State by 29 points on the night of the Big Garth Brooks concert. 
<laughs> right. And that is Ohio State's only loss of the year right now. And it came at the hands of a team that doesn't even have a winning record right now. No. Have we heard if uh, a decision's been made or an offer's been made to the Purdue coach? Well, anything been said this morning? Nothing has been said yet. Louisville will complete its season this week. Purdue will complete its regular season this week. And I would expect that by this time next week, there could be an offer on the table for Jeff Brome. But here's the other thing. His name is starting to crop up for the USC job as well because a lot of people expect Clay Helton will be fired after this weekend in L.A. Now, the problem is if you fire Clay Helton in L.A., and here's where the business side of college football comes in. Okay. The buyout on Clay Helton's contract is $15 million. That's a lot of money. USC doesn't have a university president right now. He resigned in the wake of some scandal with the medical school. The athletic director, Lynn Swan, is not seen as a real strong athletic director. So does he have the cajones to make the decision on Clay Helton without any kind of backing from his university president who's non-existent? Oh, my. That could be an interesting weekend next weekend. Yes. Wow. And there, there are lots of those kind of contracts out there, like Lovey Smith at Illinois, the former Bears coach. Okay. If Illinois wanted to fire him right now, and they'd have cause, he got beat on senior day at home by Iowa, 63 to nothing. Woo! And that program is a shambles right now. So you'd say, oh, let's fire Lovey Smith. Well, if you fire him this year. How much is the Band-Aid? The buyout is $12 million. <sighs> If you fire him after next year, the buyout is $4 million. So is it worth $8 million to fire him now? Man, that's a lot of money being thrown around. And the other question you have to ask yourself when you fire a coach, or at least you should ask yourself when you fire a coach, is who are you going to go get? Because if you're not going to go get somebody that's better, there's no sense in firing the coach. Got to have a short list ready to go in the back pocket, correct? Maybe? You you should. Mm -hmm. Any good athletic director should. I know that Moose Krause, Gene Corrigan – always said that they had an index card in their desk because, let's face it, Notre Dame has a history. They had a football coach who was outstanding die in a plane crash in 1930. Yeah. And the thing you learn from that is you'd better have an idea. If something were to happen to my head coach, who would I go get? Who's next up? Who's the next man in? All right. Or woman. Or woman if you're the Cleveland Browns and – wanting to talk to Condoleezza Rice about your head coaching job, which that is so far beyond the realm of thought. You texted that to me yesterday. Fortunately, I was in Mass, so I didn't see your text until I got out of Mass. And then I didn't respond right away because I wanted to do some research and look at things because – even though it had ESPN attached to it and it had been on Twitter, so obviously it had some legs. Yes, I just couldn't wrap my mind around it. Not that it's not that it's a woman, and they're asking a woman to coach football because we're seeing the advancement of women in some other sports as well. And I'm not one of these people who believe that you have had to play the game in order to coach the game. However. You're asking a former U.S. Secretary of State to lower herself to become the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. 
This is a woman who's being considered as a possible successor to Roger Goodell as the commissioner of the NFL. And and Dr. Rice was gracious enough to say, yes, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. I'll suggest a couple of plays to them next season if they want. But she has no interest in being an NFL head coach. Sports Yak, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Let's uh, segue into the NFL. Chicago Bears last night over the Vikings, 25-20. That's a big win for the Bears. I, I was really concerned about the Bears with this turnaround that they have because they play the Lions on Thanksgiving Day yeah. in the early game. So you're playing the Sunday night game against a division rival who's right on your heels. And then you turn around, you have to go on the road to play another division rival who you just beat at their home field on Thanksgiving. You don't have a lot of turnaround in between those two. So I viewed last night as a critical game for the Bears. That was one they had to win because if they lost that, it was very possible they could lose two in a row and really change things around in the division. Now you've got a a game-and-a-half lead over Minnesota. So even if you go to Detroit and lose on Thanksgiving, which traditionally the Lions are really tough at home on Thanksgiving, but even if you lose that game, you're still going to keep the division lead next week. What did the Detroit do yesterday? Detroit won over Carolina 20-19. to The Panthers got three touchdown passes from Cam Newton and went for two on the last touchdown and failed to get it. Rather than going into overtime, they decided to try to go for two, didn't get it, and it wound up costing them. The one thing about Detroit in that game, their outstanding running back, Kerryon Johnson, is out with a knee injury, so he's not going to be back more than likely for the Bears game on Thanksgiving Day, and that's a blow to their offense because they don't have much of a running game without him. So they're the early game on Thanksgiving Day. Who's uh, who's after? Washington and Dallas is the late afternoon game, and then what I call the turkey sandwich game is Atlanta and New Orleans. I, uh, I had to Google Colt McCoy Saturday night. Yeah, Colt McCoy came off the bench, had not played in an NFL game in two years. Wow. And then Alex Smith had a gruesome leg injury. Same kind of leg injury Joe Theismann had on, I believe, the 33rd anniversary of Joe Theismann's broken leg injury on Monday Night Football. And so Alex Smith carted off the field, and and Colt McCoy acquitted himself very well. In fact, he got Washington the lead for a little bit in that game before Houston came back and won it on a field goal at the gun. I saw his name on a percentage graphic during Saturday night's game, and I'm like, man, whatever happened to that guy? Yeah. And so he's been on the sidelines for two years with the Redskins. Well, currently with the Redskins, I think he had bounced around a little bit. Okay. Wow. Uh, Do you like what you saw with Colts yesterday? I think the Colts are really improving, and the area of improvement where you see the Colts improve the most is the offensive line. I don't think Andrew Luck has been sacked in the last three games. Yesterday, I'm not even sure he ever got hit by anybody from Tennessee. Quentin Nelson and that group up front has been a major improvement for Frank Reich's ball club. 
Colts, I believe, are now four and five on the year, if I'm not mistaken. And if that's the case, well, four, five, and yeah, four and five, because they didn't play for the tie in that one game. They played for the win and wound up taking the loss. And I'm not going to say that that was a mistake, because I think Frank Reich was trying to create a culture with his team at that point. This sounds like it might be pretty good tonight, though. Chiefs and Rams for Monday Night Football. I'm really looking forward to it for a number of reasons. First of all, the Chiefs and the Rams have the two best records in the National Football League. There are some people that say because the Saints beat the Rams a couple of weeks ago that they're better than L.A. Boy, L.A. having the opportunity to play in the L.A. Coliseum tonight is going to be a good advantage for them. And the other reason I'm excited to see this game is because a local boy, Garrick Dieter, who played his high school football at both Adams and Washington, then went on to play at uh, Bowling Green and Alabama for his college career. Mm Mm-hmm. Just got called up from the practice squad for the Chiefs, and so he's on the roster and eligible to play tonight in this Monday night game against the Rams. How much playing time he'll get, I don't know, but it would be fun to see him at least get a a catch. That Dieter's a familiar last name. His dad? His dad, former South Bend police officer and city councilman. There we go. And by the way, I misspoke. The Colts are 5-5. and So Frank Reich has brought them up to the 500 mark. And right now, 5-5 five and five puts you in wild card contention in the AFC. You ever been on Twitter and you're trying to come up with something pithy to say and you just can't quite capture it? I was trying to come up with a great eagles, endangered species, some kind of joke there, and I could not come up with one. Boy, did New Orleans oh. do a tap dance on them yesterday. That is the worst loss ever by defending Super Bowl champion in the National Football League. Came and went. And the, Get it? Um, yes, I see what you're doing there. And yeah. the Eagles right now are 4-6 and six on the year. And they don't look like a team that's going to make the playoffs in the NFL. Mm. So aside from this podcast, I have another one that's very interview-ish with CCM artists. This week, Mike Donahue from the band 10th Avenue North, they've got a new EP called The Things We've Been Afraid to Say. Dude, we played that song. First time we played that song, Covenant, two couples came to the pastor at the church and said, we... We're in, the, we're in the middle of filing for a divorce, but after Mike talked about that song and they played that song, we want to put our divorce on pause. We want to try to work things out. So that was awesome. Mike and I go through every song on the new EP. So yeah, if you're a fan of music, check out What Else with Corey Mann Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Follow the Yak on Twitter at Sports Yak with two Ks, but the second K is silent. Let's talk college basketball. You saw some college basketball Saturday afternoon. I did. I couldn't give that ticket away. Oh, I would have called you, but I knew you had to work. But I called a handful of people, and it was just too too close to the football game. They wanted to watch that. Right. And they're kind of a tough team to watch right now. They're not fun to watch because they don't score the ball really well. They don't shoot it really well. And their defense is suspect. And we're talking about Notre Dame right there. They turned around. They did come from behind to beat William and Mary mm-hmm. on Saturday. So they're sitting at 3-1. and one. They've got Duquesne coming in on Tuesday night. But right now, they're, it's the same criticisms I had of that team going into the weekend that I have of them coming out is the seniors are not 
carrying enough of the load right now. And I heard Mike Bray's pregame show on Saturday where he talked about he worries that his seniors are putting too much pressure on themselves, and then maybe that is part of the deal. But right now they're not playing really well. Now, Indiana was coming off a big win over Marquette. They went down to Arkansas, lost a heartbreaker yesterday. But with as many freshmen as the Hoosiers are playing to go into that kind of environment for their first road test, only get a one-point loss, I don't think Archie Miller is overly concerned about what happened to his ball club yesterday. They got a good taste of it. Purdue squandered a halftime lead last night to Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's a good team, though. They're ranked 16th in the country. And Purdue winds up suffering its first loss of the year, 89-83. tell you, the team that's playing really well right now, Corey, is Michigan. Uh, John Beeline's team is playing some terrific defense. They held Providence to 47 last night after smashing the defending national champs Villanova last week. I really like the way Michigan is playing right now. Michigan State, uh, boy. Well, Am they I played this right. They played Tennessee Tech. I mean, they might as well have played Tennessee Tuxedo. 101-33 the final yesterday. So the Spartans cruising that one, but that was just one of those throwaway games. Notre Dame women's basketball, Gonzaga on Thanksgiving Day. They play on Thanksgiving Day, three o'clock, out in Vancouver. Canada. They're out there for the Vancouver Showcase. Very good tournament. They're going to get a lot of great competition. They looked sensational Saturday, beating DePaul by 24. DePaul is ranked 15th in the country. And they went on their home floor and beat them by 24. I mean, that's pretty impressive. So it looks like Bob Nagel's having Canadian bacon for Thanksgiving. Yes, he is. I think they fly out on Tuesday so they can get acclimated to the time zone change. And, yes, they will take on – and Gonzaga typically has a pretty solid women's team to go with their men's team as well. So that'll be a little bit of a challenge on Thanksgiving Day. But you know Bob, he is very optimistic about the Irish women chances, and he feels confident that they would be in the championship game on Saturday night. If so, that's on Pulse FM at 10.30 Eastern time Saturday evening. Woo! Yes. <laughs> I don't know who gets the short straw and gets to run the board for that one. Celebrate Notre Dame's undefeated season with hoodies. Coliseum Notre Dame Playbook Pullover Hoodie, starting at 2X all the way up to 6X. Big and tall price tag, $52. How about a Coliseum Notre Dame Navy Fly Ball Tee, starting at 2XT, up to 6X, $29. Adidas Notre Dame Logo Yellow Tee, big sizes, their price, $20. If he got a big guy in the family... Some Irish apparel under the tree will look fantastic and at a great sale price. Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart or online bigandtalloutlet.com. Because big guys got to look good too. Sports Yak, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at spreaker.com slash studio DNA. This Friday is one of those elusive Fridays for you where you have what I like to call the night off. Yes, it doesn't happen very often. You know, that that night between football's done for you because they're all going to the state finals, all of them. Right. And then you got basketball on the 30th, which, by the way, I will be in the arena that night since I got the invite. You have to. And you've hyped it up enough. 
Coach Sears' wife has hyped it up enough. She's she's got me on the on the on the uh, the Twitter now. Her she's been doing some. Well, some that's a mistake talk. on her part, but that's um, okay. But uh, what does one do on the elusive one night off? Have, have you already made plans? Is it uh, are you loosey goosey? What do you got? It depends how much pre-production work has to be done at WNDU that night for your. For countdown to kick off the next day because Alex Wilcox will be on his way to the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. He should already be there by then. And Mark Skoll Jr. will be up in Detroit for Edwardsburg playing in the state finals against Chelsea that night. Therefore, you're the lone I will probably I will probably be there merely as a backup in case one of their both of their live units go down. So that somebody is there to do sports. So when they have people like that on the road, they're more than likely throw it to them for the sports during the newscast. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you'll be doing the the uh, the evening countdown to kickoff. On sa- Saturday, Saturday is the countdown to kickoff. However, we do a lot of work. Typically, I go in on Thursdays. Well, I'm not going in on Thanksgiving. No. So I'll probably go in on Friday to do all of my pre-production things. Well, let me just put this... In front of you. And don't answer now. Just think about it. I've got two tickets to the battery the Metallica tribute show if you want to go with and, and be my wingman. No. Don't answer now. No. Don't answer no. now. No. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. No. Uh, Edwardsburg and Chelsea on Saturday. What time's that game? 7.30. Ooh. I'd love to watch that one. Can you watch that one? I think you have to. You will have to have an app to watch it on this side of the state line. Okay. Because Fox Sports Detroit airs the games. We don't get that channel. Okay. Uh, but you can watch it on the Fox Sports Go app, I believe. Okay. Uh, Mishawaka and Bremen both succumbed. Bremen's was a heartbreaking finish. So Bremen has a two-point lead. Okay. Final seconds. There is a field goal attempt by Eastbrook that misses. Whoops, there's a flag on the play. Bremen is called for roughing the snapper. You cannot touch the lawn snapper on a placement kick. And Bremen apparently did. Flag comes in. They move the ball up. They try to kick again. This time it's good. And Eastbrook beats Bremen 34-33. to You talk about a a punch to the gut way of having your season end. There it is. Mishawaka. Mishawaka, as Keith Kinder said after the game, there is no shame in losing to a better team. And Bishop Dwinger from Fort Wayne was just bigger and stronger and bullied the caveman around. It was basically a 17 6 game, and Dwinger scored a touchdown with less than a minute left after it was a fait accompli to win it 24 6. Give all credit to Dwayne They did a great job of shutting down that Mishawaka option attack. They didn't let Chris Harness get loose. They kept Shively contained, and Mishawaka just didn't have any kind of answer. Hmm. For those of you who are soccer fans, Mm -hmm. and that does not necessarily include me, but I can appreciate people who enjoy the sport, what a dramatic finish at Alumni Field yesterday. Notre Dame and Michigan playing in the round of 32 in the NCAA tournament. Went to a shootout after overtime. I think it was a 1-1 game going to overtime. They go to a shootout. 
Typically, a shootout is five penalty kicks. Thank you. Okay. This one went 12. Wow. Which meant on kick six, they each matched seven, and so on down the line. Finally, on kick 12, Notre Dame stops Michigan after scoring themselves, and the Irish win and move on to the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament. But can you imagine the drama and, and the pressure if you are the the kicker and the keeper on each one of those kicks? <laughs> was that here? That was here at Alumni Field. Nice. All right, well, best of luck to Notre Dame men's soccer. Will that be this next weekend? Yes, I believe it's uh, typically a Friday-Sunday setup. So okay. if they won on Friday, they would play in the Elite Eight on Sunday. All right. This is uh, an interesting week around. Well, it's a ghost town. Let's let's be completely honest. Uh, the company does give us Thursday and Friday off, but um, a lot of people take an extra day now and then. Yeah. What's Thanksgiving look like in the freebie household? Home game, traditional dinner, turkey stuffing, sweet potatoes rather than mashed potatoes. Just a little bit healthier for you, and, and just throw them in the oven type of thing. Where do you fit in as far as preparation goes? I am usually not called on until things are done and it's time to carve the bird. Okay. Do you go with an electric steak uh, knife, electric knife? Do you uh, go with handheld uh, hand, regular knife? Handheld regular knife. Yeah. I, I don't trust myself with an electric knife. That could be a that could be a hospital visit. Do you do any honey yori trickery with your knives? No, 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 no. I'm not. If I were that good, I wouldn't be working at Rancho Free Bay. And then dessert wise. Dessert, well, do you consider marshmallow salad a dessert? I don't. Okay. Dessert-wise, then, it's it's either going to be a pumpkin pie or a chocolate pie. There might be both. Do you have uh, the prodigal son? Will he be coming for Thanksgiving? Which prodigal son? The one that's way out, out in Colorado. In no, no, no. No. He's, he's staying home. Uh, we do get a visit from uh, my mom. She comes over. Okay. And so there will be eight of us around the table what say you what about the man clan well we had our thanksgiving a couple sundays ago so we're going to go down to a neighbor's house who invited us over and they're great people we've been there before so um all four of you is chloe home for this or not well interestingly enough we were supposed to get the word on that yesterday but she did not let us know what she's doing Uh so she'll either go to demott indiana with the fiance or she'll stay here. I can't quite get a read on her. I'm going to guess she's going to Radio Free Demont. Yeah, he's off this week. They give you give you off your Thanksgiving break. He's doing homework. He's not working. Uh, I feel like that might be. And they've already. She's done Thanksgiving with us already. Right. That's why I say she's going to Radio. I feel Free like she'll go that route. So three of you traipsing down to the neighbor's house. We'll walk down uh, a house and a half. Do they have children? They do. Uh, Caleb is in uh, school with. The daughter, and then the brother is a little older, but they've been neighborhood friends for a long time. So they get along fine. And yeah, yeah. Stuff to do. Okay. And we've we've met some of their extended family that's coming over, so feel pretty good about that. Has Debbie been asked to make anything? I haven't heard yet, but she makes an award-winning deviled egg that Ooh. I would have no problem if she were to do that. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, she's she's got that down to a uh, a science. So yeah. But we don't eat until like five or six, so yeah, we'll watch. We're not that first. eating until four because we're waiting for the Bears game to be done. Yeah, here's here's a problem I have in American culture today. Okay, 
I do not like the fact that Black Friday now extends into Thanksgiving. I'm for not instance, a fan of stores opening. For no. instance, J.C. Penney the other night advertising, they'll be open at 2 o'clock Thanksgiving afternoon. Why can't these people be allowed to be at home with their families? Why is it that we need to knock down the doors to get a puffy jacket for $19.99? I don't get it. I, I don't understand this at all, and I would hope – Look, you know, we're a small little podcast out of South Bend, Indiana, but I want the people of America to revolt and basically tell anybody that's opening up on Thanksgiving Day, we're not coming through your doors for your extended Black Friday sales. I'm a big fan of Small Business Saturday, though. Big fan. Got a couple of personal friends that have a big fan. Got a toy store, got a record store, got a comic book store. They're all small, independent businesses. I like to throw them my money and support them anyway. I, I like that idea, too. And then Cyber Monday, you know, uh, it's a well-known fact that the first 12 to 30 minutes at work, uh, people are got their doors shut, very important meetings, getting sales. Oh, yes, yes. On the Cyber Monday. Celebrate Notre Dame's undefeated season with hoodies. Coliseum Notre Dame Playbook Pullover Hoodie, starting at 2X all the way up to 6X. Big and tall price tag, $52. How about a Coliseum Notre Dame Navy Fly Ball Tee starting at 2XT up to 6X? $29. Adidas Notre Dame Logo Yellow Tee, big sizes, their price $20. If he got a big guy in the family, some Irish apparel under the tree will look fantastic and at a great sale price, Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart or online bigandtalloutlet.com. Because big guys got to look good, too. Well, should I leave you with today's little Bible verse from the 46 Sports Twitter archives? Yes, please. Okay, let me find that here. I know that it came from the uh, book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 41 to 43. So Jesus is walking through a town. There's a blind man that keeps calling out to him. Jesus finally says, come here. And Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man replied, Lord, please let me see. Jesus told him, have sight, your faith has saved you. The man immediately received his sight and followed Jesus, giving glory to God. So a little Thanksgiving message here. It's when Jesus does give us a blessing, let's take the time to thank him and give the glory to God. You've been listening to the Sports Yak Podcast. Brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet. Featuring big and tall men's clothing from many of the leading big men's websites for 50% off the suggested retail price. Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart or online at bigandtalloutlet.com. Because big guys gotta look good too. Sports Yak, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. They will rise to the challenge. This is Jimmy Shorts. And that's good. This is what you've been waiting for all your life. This is it right here, this moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.